Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 2018. This is Fab talking about Step 12. Thank you so much for your share, Gaz, and thank you um, for putting on this weekend. Um, Yeah, so three years and four months ago, I was um, really not in a good way. I think the week before, it was just maybe four or five days before I got sober. You know, I'm out on Chapel Street, people walking past, I'm drunk, begging for money to get drugs. That's kind of where I ended up. And... um, I just feel incredibly grateful that I've found this program. Three years and four months later, my life has um, been rebuilt through working the steps um, and getting involved in this program. Um, I was looking for an answer to my problem for a very, very long time. Um, And the 12 steps is um, the only thing that's worked for me long term and kept me free from alcohol. So when I got here, there was kind of no sitting on the fence. Like, I just sort of jumped in and I got relief from uh, that 12-step gesture really early on, um, which was when my sponsor suggested, you know, every every meeting you reach your your hand out to a newcomer. Um, And, of course, my first reaction was, what am I going to say to them? What do I have to offer? Um, and she just said, just introduce yourself and let them do the talking. Um, and I was like three days sober at the time and full of uselessness and self-pity and all the bedevilments and um, reaching out to someone who was in their first 90 days was the first experience I had of um, feeling uh, feeling differently, feeling um, in some way useful, feeling that maybe um, my experience could help others. There was like that seed planted um, very early on. And um, and look, my early sobriety, you know, I, I, I got through the steps reasonably quickly. I was doing my amends at three months sober and um, was doing tea and coffee and service commitments in the group and in the meeting and... And then I got involved in um, in Vicky Parr at around six months sober, and I think it must have been the relief that I felt um, early on that's just kind of hooked me into being connected and in the middle. And as a result of doing, you know, getting involved in in service, especially, and um, you know, sponsoring or being willing to sponsor. Um, other women, I've just had an incredible experience and I've been hooked on that ever since, you know. Um, AA became like the centre of my life and um, as a result so many amazing things have happened. Gareth touched on so many of the um, incredible experiential things that happen as a result of doing this work and um, it's it's repaired everything, like it's repaired um, every aspect that was lacking has been repaired from doing this work. Um, and so when I finished the steps, my sponsor told me to go and start sponsoring other women and I reckon I started the book with 25, 30 women, um, none of whom finished. I think, you know, we got up to, um, usually it's around step four, um, but I know the prefaces really, really well. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it was only actually up until... And I, I was sponsoring from, from, the start, from the start, really, well as soon as I finished Um, and it was only um, a few months ago that I actually finished taking someone through the whole book 
um, which of course was an incredible experience. And of course, in that time, like I've become more more efficient. But of course, there was that feeling of um, feeling like it was my responsibility to get them sober, and feeling like I was failing when people weren't staying sober, and feeling like I wasn't able to carry a message and um, you know, the book does talk about that, but Gaz also touched on it, you know, that obligation to know what that message is that I'm carrying and, um, you know, knowing how to do a fourth step, knowing how to, um, knowing, knowing how to, how to implement those steps in a practical way in my life, um, you know, I need to know that stuff in order to share that stuff and I feel like perhaps it's only been recently that I've been more useful in that, in that space, especially around um, inventory um, and that 10th step stuff is definitely something I had a shift with and started doing more on a, on a daily basis um, only in the last six or seven months and that's been hugely beneficial and it's funny that when I completed my steps again this time, um, a few women came out of the woodwork and they were like, you know, one um, woman called me from, she actually called the AA 12 step office here in Melbourne because she was having trouble with her sponsor or something in Sydney and she didn't have that connection in Sydney so she was calling the Melbourne AA office and they put her in contact with me. I'd just finished this whole new experience with, a new, with another sponsor of, the, um, of, of, of my steps and had a, an, an incredible experience of doing regular daily inventory and then following up with the prayer and then getting out of self, you know, just stuff I hadn't necessarily been vigilant with before and I'd had this whole new experience. And this woman calls me from Sydney. She's like, you know, I'm, I'm stuck on my fourth step. You know, I, I can't get through. Like, I'm having trouble um, communicating with my sponsor. I'm, I'm hating the meetings. And, you know, this is where I'm at. And, you know, and I, I said exactly what this other sponsor said to me. You know, why don't we go through some of those fears and resentments and look at that stuff, you know? And I just felt a lot more useful. Like, I felt a lot more useful in being able to take her through, um, through that inventory process. And, um, and we've been talking every day on the phone, doing step work, not just talking about our, our feelings or our problems. We talk about it in relation to, to the inventory. And, um, and, and I'm her temporary sponsor now, and um, she's on her 10th step, and we've been talking every day, and she's had a, she's had a really big shift in that area. So, um, you know, that feeling of uselessness will disappear. Like, that has definitely been my experience, and... Um, and um, and it is the bright spot in my life, you know, sponsoring another a young woman at the moment, and um, just seeing her absolutely transform has been probably the biggest gift um, so far in this in this program. Um, and then service, of course, um, you know, I guess I got involved in service at the start just because I didn't have much going on. Um, I was pretty lonely and pretty manic and couldn't really sit still and sort of hated sitting on my own and being by myself. So, you know, I, I, of course, wanting the validation and wanting to be told you're doing a good job and all of that stuff. So I think that was the driving force of um, getting involved in service, at Vicky Parr anyway. But I also started to meet people like Gaz and other people who were really enthusiastic about the program and who were throwing down and, like, listening to the meetings and, like, seeing that enthusiasm and that excitement. You know, I'd been so um, desperately unhappy and at a loss for such a long time. Like, I got sober because I wanted to have this rich and full life that I couldn't get before. Um, I was always trying to implement ways of fixing myself and, and getting better and, you know, I'd be going to counsellors and people and they'd be giving me tools and I wasn't able to implement the tools because I had no defence against the first drink. 
Um, so when I got here and I saw people who were enthusiastic and excited and like getting involved in service and like I was really, really attracted to that and um, yeah, I just thought it was cool. I thought it was really cool that there were people excited about being sober and that recovery was a way of life and it wasn't, you know, like I didn't get sober just to kind of sit in the, in the corner in a dark room, you know, I wanted to participate desperately um, and be part of, I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it before and um, yeah so that was the initial, um, there was that attraction and also um, you know wanting to be part of and wanting to you know show people that you can do a good job and and um, so Vicky Pa was an incredible experience like incredible experience and um, learnt a huge amount of stuff that um, like served me in, professional, in a professional environment as well. Um, but also, again, uh, the feeling of being useful and, um, you know, just watching people that, like, their first experience with AA coming to, you know, a grand final event or something and, you know, it's their first experience of a grand final sober and they've had this place to come and, you know, spend the day and they're not out there, like, where it's crazy, um, you know, because it is crazy. Like, I, I kind of forget now what day of the week it is and you know, whether it's a holiday, like, I don't even know if it's the weekend or, um, like, I don't even know, uh, what was the last public holiday we had? Anyway, I just forget, I just, <laughs> I don't even realise now, um, but at the start, you know, I was um, desperately aware whether it was Melbourne Cup or, like, really aware that it was a Friday night, um, you know, so I found that Vicky Parr experience of giving people a safe space to go at high-risk times of the year, um, really amazing and of course for forming friendships, sober friendships with other people who are throwing down um, you know I've, I was able to keep some of my friends from way back when before it kind of really got um, crazy and, and those two girlfriends have stayed with me and, and our relationships are stronger as ever now but of course when I got here my whole world just got really small because I, I stopped hanging around in the old environments with the people I used to, to drink with so um, you know, my friendship group was pretty small and I, you know, I, I was very socially um, anxious and I didn't know why we would go for coffee. I was like, what would we talk about? Um, like, I just found that concept kind of bizarre and, um, and of course, that process of getting involved with people, um, you know, just travelling down, like we did the grand final at Heidelberg, like that whole weekend was, you know, getting together, Hannah and I, you know, making lolly bags the night before and driving up together and, you know, sharing that experience of being really stressed out and, like, crying in the bathroom because no one's there and, um, <laughs> you know, we put in all this work and then you imagine, like, 200 people there and it's, um, yeah, it's all very ego deflating but <laughs> in a good way as well and then you get to the end of it and you've just shared, like, an amazing experience and you've formed a friendship and... Um, and I found service as well, incredible way of um, finding sober friends, like long-term sober friends that you just kind of love hanging out with. And, and yeah, so Vicky Parr did for a, a, a number... Because, you know, sponsoring... I, I was always putting my hand out but never kind of um, going through that process fully. So um, I found service, um, yeah, probably was the key... Thing that was keeping me in the middle of, of the program um, and I'm still doing it I'm still doing the fundraising now I'm doing it for the 12-step office and um, and it's been incredible it's been an amazing amazing experience and um, Gazzy and I have been doing it um, together and you know last year we had um, like a room full of people there was like 140 50 people in the room and and this year we're 
um, organising our trivia event for the 12 step office and like people can't get a table. We've got a 200 seater hall and people can't get a table, you know, it's just, it's amazing. And I remember standing at the trivia night last year and looking around and going like, like I, I was so wasted like three years ago, you know, I couldn't stay sober for longer than three or four days. And I looked around and I just, I felt so part of like that, you know, that feeling that Gaz was talking about, that high that um, I'm getting emotional thinking about it, but that I've experienced at certain times in this program as after, directly after helping others, like directly after giving to either, whether it be service or, you know, driving home from um, taking a newcomer to a meeting or whatever it is, you know, that feeling of um, euphoria that, and, and, and Gaz put it perfectly, you know, not wanting for anything, you know, because this program has taught me that when I'm in pain, it's because I want, like, I want something, you know, I'm scared of losing something. So I'm in this perpetual state of fear all the time. Um, and, and this 12th step, um, Kara's message to alcoholics, um, you know, my whole past isn't in vain. Like, it, can, it was so dark and it was so destructive and I got here and I never thought I would be um, healed from some of the things that happened and I never thought, like, I would feel any differently about myself and I thought I'd always have low self-esteem and I thought, I thought um, I'd always be recalling that same incident over and over again and, and that just hasn't been the case, you know. It's... Um, you know, it's almost like now I'm so grateful that that has happened because I can sponsor other girls and, like, tell them, you know, we can one-up on ourselves, like, oh, mine was really bad. Like, how bad was yours? Mine was really bad. <laughs> you know, all of that stuff. So it's not like a curse anymore. It's just my past. It's it's a gift. Um, and I found this program, um, you know, as a, result, as a result of it. And, yeah, three years and four months, of course, like... That last part of the step, practice these principles in all our affairs, that's, of course, an ongoing... Um, it's an ongoing practice. Uh, I've had to do a huge amount of work, like, in my workplace um, over the last year, but I have had a shift around that. But, um, you know, it is... You know, sometimes I do reflect. It's like, Fab, you know, how, self, how selfless are you being? Like, you know, are you, are you thinking about yourself most of the time? And, of course, I, I do. Um, and I think carrying... You know, practicing principles in workplace and home is, is really, you know, it's um, it's difficult. But I've found like good sponsorship um, has helped me get really specific about practical ways of implementing um, the spiritual principles. So you know, small things like before I go into my, so I come from a, a family, yeah, come from a family that is like incredibly high achieving. Like, unbel- my two stepsisters are like, one's a lawyer, one's a, you know, so. When I got sober, I was starting again, and whenever I would go to family dinners, it would be them and their boyfriends, and they had like these beautiful relationships, and they had these beautiful. So I was all, all you know, really comparing myself to their to their lives, and um, feeling really insecure about where I was at, and very kind of exposed. And um, and and my family were very supportive of of AA, and very supportive and grateful that I was, um, you know, trying to uh, rebuild my life, basically, and. But still, I would go to these family dinners and I would be um, really insecure and very um, in my head and I wasn't able to participate and I didn't have a voice and I was just... And, and hating myself for feeling that way. Um, 
you know, and, and simple things like, um, you know, before I go in, yes, ask God, how can I be of service in this, in this space, get busy doing the dishes, really focus on how somebody else is doing and really ask them how they're doing, you know, just get, get practical, like, um, you know, help mum with whatever she needs to do, like, things like that that are actually, act- it's not an idea, it's just like an action, you know, and of course, when I do do that, and I can still get insecure around my family and of course around um, people in general, but... Um, I find that when I've got that thought of how can I be of service or how can I, um, what can I bring and really commit to that, it's not all the time of course, but I do find whenever I do that um, I'm out of myself and I'm listening to others and, and in the flow of life. Um, but it's, it's scary and frightening how quickly, like my life is so full today as a result of these programs like career, um, you know, creative projects on the side, um, family, friends, like it's really big and sometimes I can be like, oh, I'm too busy to do this service stuff, you know, but I, it's, it's crazy how quickly my head wants to take me away, even though my experience with AA service and sponsorship and fellowship has been nothing but positive, um, it's really important for me to always be connected to, to those things because I think my my head wants to take me out in some way. Even though I love it here, my head does want to take me there. So, um, and I find those ways, when I've got, as as Gaz was saying, a a service commitment that's actually um, one of responsibility where I'm accountable, um, where I have to show up, you know, I think that's really important to me and hopefully um, I commit to that and and keep growing along this path. But thanks so much for having me. It's real, real, um, I'm really grateful to be asked to share. It's, It's lovely, so thank you. Information about the annual Melbourne AA Steps Weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au Thanks for letting us share.